What do you know? I don't know. I just know. Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest fucking bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree. Welcome to Locky Town, home of the Hammerlock population. Passings. I'm your host, Fern Shadamas. We're here with Mikey Locks. Today, we're going to be joined by ESPN's MLB insider, Jeff Passin. This is a big deal. This is a big deal, not only because Jeff is a big deal, but because baseball is back. And that's what today is going to be all about. We're going to get into our favorite bets. Also, we're calling them ASAP locks, things we love to bet on quickly. We're going to give you all our MLB futures. And then we're going to try to have Jeff tell us whether or not we're idiots for the way we bet at baseball. So we're going to learn something, and we're going to have a little fun. Mikey, baseball's back. Let's go. Dude, I am so fucking excited for this. Baseball, as you know, Vern, is my favorite sport. I played it. I'm a huge Giants fan. I may or may not have a Giants tattoo on my right butt cheek. I am wearing a Blue Jay shirt for those who are watching on YouTube, but I have flipped it. So I'm going full Nelly because I am a huge Vlad Guerrero Jr. fan. So I got that jersey two or three years ago. That was a good investment. We're going to get you with a lot more uh, good That was a futures bet. Yeah, it was a That was a futures bet that has – looking like it's going to pay off pretty good. Uh, and we're going to give you more futures bets that are going to be absolute hammer dong locks. And I'm just excited, man. We've been locked in on golf. We've been locked in on KBO. I think they're going to come together nicely. And I think we're going to just absolutely get red hot, white hot out of the gates. We're going to do some blasting of our own. We're going to blast. <laughs> uh, real quick. Some people have been DMing us that there's a thing called the Locky Town curse. This is like Harold Varner came on the podcast and he didn't make the cut. And then the cash out king came on and oh, put yeah. $300,000 on Dustin Johnson to win. And he was in second to last place after day one at the Memorial. Yeah. Is there a curse? I'm not going to, I'm not, who am I to speculate on that? Who's you know to I? Who I mean, am I to speculate? We gave out some good golf picks that are, that are trending really well. We're recording on, on a Friday. We'll be posting on a Monday. So I, I'm one to believe that we're going to be okay. But if Jeff Passan starts getting scooped, by who knows, maybe even Lockheed Town on baseball stories. Yeah, we, we that'll be a telltale sign. All right, without further ado, here he is, Jeff Passan. Great hair. We are now joined by ESPN's Jeff Passan, MLB insider, perhaps a baseball guru, I think you could say. Jeff, thanks for being on. Thank you for having me. Is that what I am these days, a guru? I'd like to think so. I'm taking all this information, whatever we hear today, and I'm going to be hammering baseball lines because of it. So I, I, I'm hearing guru as well, Vern. Yeah, guru. That's, that's basically what we call anyone who gives us any information. You're just more informed than the people we normally talk to. So, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I, I, am, uh, I am poorly informed at this moment because this is one of those times where news is breaking and I don't have it. Apparently, Puig just tested positive for COVID oh, and, is not, and is not signing with the Braves. So I got to run. Uh, okay. We'll, we will set something up. I'm sorry, guys. This That's all right. Me. No, I'm no. Good, Jeff. You're good. We'll, we'll get we'll talk we'll be able to. Sounds good. Just text me, okay? All right. Sounds good. See ya. Later. Peace. We're back with Jeff Passan, and you didn't get the scoop there. What happened? Uh, Yasiel Puig broke the news himself, actually, that uh, he had tested positive for uh, COVID-19 and uh, is not going to be signing with the Atlanta Braves. So uh, that's a bummer, man. I, I, was, uh, I, was looking, I was looking forward to seeing him this year and uh, just hope he uh, gets healthy as soon as possible. Did I want now because COVID's involved, this could be sensitive. Now, you not getting that scoop 
could be like us losing a bet. Did your heart sink there when that came out? Did you you still get that feeling? Yes, I get that feeling every time. Every time that that I don't get something, I feel like I did something wrong. And you got to sit there and ask yourself, okay, what was the process? Where did you fail? And how do you get better? And you can't wear it for too long. It's, you know, it's almost like an athlete or almost like a baseball player. If you go 0 for 4 or better. you don't sit there. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if, if you have an 0 for, you don't sit there and say, I suck. You sit there and say, what can I do to, to make sure it doesn't happen next time? Don't rub it. We got ice. Um, do you ever <laughs> bet on scoops, Jeff? Like with whether Rosenthal uh john Heyman, any of those guys have you ever bet on a scoop who would break news first because i have won money on you i forget what it was but we would do a whiteboard every year for predictions on we do that at work players come on and then we would we would guess which reporter breaks the news and we would bet on it uh i know in my head who's got the best chance at a particular guy and and the best feeling in the world is when you feel like you're behind and that you're not going to get it, and you somehow backdoor it. The backdoor and, and cover. Yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's, it is it is the backdoor cover in in uh, in baseball reporting. And when it happens, that is like the most delightful one, the one that you shouldn't have had, and you somehow still got anyway. What about like? Do you ever talk trash? Like, is there camaraderie amongst you guys in terms of like, got this one, motherfucker? Or, or does it not really go that way? <laughs> it, you know, it, it really depends on who has it and what your relationship is with him or her. And uh, yeah, I have definitely talked trash to people and people definitely have talked trash to me. Uh, among baseball reporters, though, there's, there's more of a collegial atmosphere, I think, than there is in other sports and that may just be our our personalities our temperament um i i don't like getting beat i'm very competitive but i also recognize that uh, the game's the game and the idea that you're gonna bat a thousand is just completely unrealistic and you just want to be competitive like the ones that i hate are when something happens and i'm like oh shit uh, like I didn't have a sense that this was going on. And those are the ones where, where you're like, okay, where did this thing go wrong? Uh, what should you have done? Uh, why didn't you know? And th- that has gotten fewer and farther between as, you know, I've spent more time doing this, but it still happens. And when it happens, it is a horrifying feeling because that's when you, you know, uh, an offer is an offer, but that's when you feel like uh, you're a total failure. Jeff, this is amazing because the whole time you were uh, you went on that great spiel, I was just thinking about the question we asked you: What's it like when you lose a bet? What's the feeling like? And it could have been clipped out and gone the exact same way for losing a scoop. So that was absolutely amazing, Vern. Yeah, I think you need you to know, do your your editing magic there. I, you know, it's like I when I lose a bet, though, I don't bet because I suck at it. And it's just, it's almost like a feeling of inevitability with me that if I bet on something, the the closest proxy that I have to this, because I I don't bet because I'm terrible at it, but the closest thing I have to it is 
predictions. Like, yeah. you know, right. at the beginning of the year, predicting who's going to make the playoffs, who's going to win awards, stuff like Do you know how stupid you look at the end of the year almost all the time on those? Like, I picked Kyle Schwarber to win the NL MVP, I think, in 2017. God, I am just a moron. Like, it's, it's just a terrible, terrible pick, and you got to wear it because it's not like the internet forgets. You know, no, like, no. like ar- archive.org is, is an evil place and it will, it will, it will hold you accountable. And there are always receipts. Like that's the thing. There are always receipts and you just gotta, you gotta live with the, the picks that you make and you make them as, as educated as you can, but it's sports, man. Like you're going to be wrong. It's just an inevitability. Mike's wife says there's always Venmo receipts when it comes to him and his. Yeah, I I go those on private, Vern. You know you know better than that. <laughs> hold on, well, you don't. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. You don't have a slush fund? I I don't know. I don't know anything about any side funds or slush funds. <laughs> I just I go out there and I swing. The, I get the bat off my shoulder. Hold on, you guys did combine bank accounts. I remember this was like a whole ordeal for you, Mikey. Yeah, we combined bank accounts, and she might have seen some money going out. There's, it's a whole thing. I've I've massaged it very nicely, and she's sitting ten feet away right now. So I think we can just keep the rest of this on the down low, if you don't mind. I, love you, babe. I, I love. I love. I have uh, a bunch of friends who are just total DJs, and the way that they move around money and and have to hide it from like that's another part of why i don't gamble because i'd be terrible about like hiding money i'd have the jewish guilt hanging over me mm. it would be really problematic and and so uh you know that that uh that is a big burden off of me i flip it i just say if we win that means i'm buying sushi and yeah it, work, it works pretty well i gotta say that, yeah i'm sure it works great <laughs> 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 All right. What do you think like a better high is? Breaking news or winning a bet? Well, I guess you don't win a bet because you're not, not a big better. Would you imagine breaking news or winning a bet is a better high? It, you know, it depends on the like the level of of the bet versus the news. Like if it's a really big scoop, if it's a big player, if it's a trade, uh, if, if I have it for a long – like that's the thing. The scoops that you enjoy the most are big ones, but they're especially big ones that don't get confirmed within the first two or three minutes. Like if oh, you're waiting you know, for someone else. Exactly. Like oh, yeah. the I, I'd say the 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 biggest high I've gotten was breaking Mike Trout's contract uh, and having a like having a link. Like that is the be all end all of uh like baseball or just sports scoopage right there if you are so confident that you're the only one who has it that you can take the time to sit down write a story have it go through a couple layers of editors and get ready to print and then publish it as well along with the tweet uh and and on top of that nobody else has it it's like man yeah that, that's the one that you feel uh as good about as possible and that I, I don't know. Do you get more excited when you have when you pick a bet that looks like a long shot and it hits, or something like a backdoor cover where it's like, oh my mm. god, you get this huge rush of excitement that something you thought was going to be terrible actually ends up being great. 
it's twofold for me. The long shot always feels good. That's when the A's hit 25 to one this year and I get rich off that or when Gary Woodland won the US Open. But my the biggest yep. rush for me, I can I can really relate to you on breaking Mike Trout because this is very similar. To <laughs> the biggest rush for me is putting an absolute bomb on something. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually a, a, we, we bet no runs first inning and putting like 500 to 1,000 on it. And it's just like... <laughs> 15 minutes there and it's like it's either going to go really really bad or, or you're betting more than you have it's going to go really bad or really well and it goes well that's the best feeling in gambling you know what that's the, the like that 15 minutes is probably why i don't gamble the reason that people do gamble is is why i don't i i, I think mike mike knows me pretty well we, yeah. we work together for years he was an invaluable part of uh the arm being published and New York did, he Times, you to say, did he did he pay you to say that he did not I, I, listen i didn't pay him enough for the work that he actually <laughs> did i you know to get paid anything for that was was pretty cool new york Times. want to edit all stellar? check it out gonna edit all this Vern praise out please <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not but, normally how the podcast goes but i but i think he i think he was able to tell that I'm someone who is most comfortable just in the middle. Like I don't get too high, I don't get yeah. too low. I just like being like right in the middle. And gambling is like too much for my my stomach to deal with. I just get so nervous about it. And uh, those nerves are just completely unsettling to me. And the idea uh, of an NRFI bet just sitting there and and thinking, oh my God, what's going to happen here? All a guy has to do is throw one garbage pitch and I'm going to lose the bet. And, it, you know, a guy could throw 20 beautiful pitches and just leave a meatball up there accidentally. It, you know, it's a matter literally of inches. And, and the idea that my fortunes rest on somebody executing perfectly uh, makes me want to throw up. God, God, I just got so excited for baseball. <laughs> <laughs> so the the nerfy you think might be a a dumb bet is that what i'm hearing no there's no such thing well no there is such a thing as a dumb bet. <laughs> you can say uh, that your voice went up a few octaves i i sense a lot yeah i listen <laughs> it's it's not a dumb bet if it's well executed but okay. I, I mean like it's a it's a very easy thing to say Max Scherzer versus Garrett Cole on opening day is like as close to a nerfy lock as you're going to get, right? Yes. And we Vegas hope. knows that because you're going to have to pay 200 to win 100. That's exactly right. And, and that's, the, that's the, like the, the frustrating part to me about gambling is that the, the sharps are so smart. Like they're really good at what they do. And it's, I mean, how, how often is it that you guys will find a bet where you say, damn, they're really missing on this one. Very, never. I did that Almost last never. week. It was a, it was a mistake <laughs> on the bookies end straight up and, oh, the bet, yeah. and the bet still didn't hit. It pushed and it's just, the world is against you, but enough, enough, enough about that. <laughs> Jeff, I need, <laughs> I need some locks this year. We just went through our division winners, our you just, series winners. What you just said was, not a good idea because it doesn't normally work out. However, we did it for betting purposes. Right. We need futures. We're impatient men. Okay, let's do it. Do you have 
anything i don't know i don't know what you have in front of you but do you have anything you think we should look for as far as some baseball futures any teams you might like players pitchers to watch well well let me i'll i'll tell you i'll tell you who my who my playoff teams are and i'll tell you what i've got in terms of of those playoff games how does that work that's perfect okay al east uh yankees AL Central, Twins, AL West, A's, AL Wildcard, Rays, and Astros. So same five playoff teams as last year. I feel like a total loser doing that. And <laughs> and, and and here's like I'm gonna give you guys a very important caveat. And uh, this is not a great thing for betters to hear necessarily, but betting on baseball teams this year, not individual games is gonna be fine, but betting on teams, divisions playoff stuff like that up until October is going to be one of the hardest things yeah. you're ever going to do as a better. I, I firmly believe that because I don't think that the best teams this year are necessarily going to win. I think the teams that stay healthiest are going to be the ones that win. I think James Click, the, the Astros GM said uh, the teams that have the fewest positive COVID tests are going to be the ones that, that have the best fortune this year. And I, totally agree with him. And I have no idea if that's going to be the Yankees, Twins, A's, Rays, and Astros. But I'm going with talent there and out of the American League, I've got the Yankees. National League, uh, I've got the Braves in the East. Uh, Freddie Freeman back today. Big news for them. Uh, I've got the Reds in the Central. Tell you the truth, I have no freaking wow. idea. Who, I have no idea who's going to win the Central. Central's like, crazy. Yeah, it can be anybody but Pittsburgh. Um, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, there are four solid teams there. Uh, Dodgers out West. I've got the Padres and the Nationals uh, in the wild card. Uh, National League pennant. I've got going to the Dodgers, who I also have winning the World Series. Oh, my God. So, Jeff, I I get your predictions from a, uh, you know, if you're writing an article. But if you look at the futures value, like what you said was was really interesting to me when you say the healthiest team is is probably going to win. And I wonder if that means – if I'm looking at it from a betting perspective where you have somebody like the A's at 25 to one, it sounds like it might be a good idea to take some of the longer shots knowing that we don't know what's going to happen. Does Hey, did that take? Oh uh, no. Jeff muted. Jeff, you're muted. Damn it. You're uh, back. I, I, it's all right. I totally agree with that sentiment. Do you think like a reliever could win the Cy Young? Is that a thing that people are talking about this year? Yeah, it's 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 funny you say that. I've had a couple agents text me asking me uh, if their reliever is going to win the Cy Young this year. And I'm like, you know, best case scenario, a reliever is going to pitch like 30 innings this year. A good starter is going to pitch 30 innings over four starts. I, I just have trouble seeing a reliever uh, getting the volume necessary to go and win the Cy Young. So while someone uh, in the AL like Nick Anderson, I don't know what his odds are right now, but if you see what he did with the Rays last year, uh, you know, so I think he struck out like 41 guys in 20 innings and had two walks. Like it was absurd numbers. He's the sort of person who, because of the way the Rays use their bullpen, could be sneaky good pick, especially because his odds are probably what, like a thousand to one. Yeah, we're, I'm not even seeing any relievers listed on DraftKings as of now. Wow. Um, so I maybe they're on. To, maybe they're on to you, Vern. They 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 must be. They must be. <laughs> what about 
What about over-unders, uh, new rules, pitchers? Um, maybe they're guarded a little more closely. I don't know, good pitchers. Uh, do we expect games to be a little higher scoring? Or, I mean, Vegas accounts for that stuff anyway. That was my other thought. So I worry about hitters not being ready because I, they've just been on and off. And usually they always say, right, Jeff, the, the hitters are behind in spring training. Um, so I was wondering if we're going to see lower uh, run score this season. I'm actually thinking that it's going to be higher. Now, I, I've talked with a number of pitchers who say they're stretched out to 100 pitches and they can go seven innings at the start of the season. And look, maybe that's a reality, but uh, I think it is easier to get your timing back as a hitter than it is to build up your arm strength and get feel on your off-speed pitches uh, for a pitcher in a short period of time. So uh, I'm thinking, especially with the addition of the designated hitter to the National League, that we're going to see higher scoring games this year. Okay. That's our second hammerlock. We're paying over every single over. Wait, do you have it? I forgot to ask this. I want this. Can you give us a nerfie to take? Is this something that I might have to like? We can we can coordinate later, or do you have one? Chris, I, I, day opening one. night, opening yeah, night. I mean, uh, yeah, opening night. Uh, Cole and uh, Cole and Scherzer. I would definitely, even though you got to pay two hundred to win a hundred, I would I would put some money on that one. And we just it, want to see one go through. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, I think Braves and Mets on opening day actually is is a reasonable one too especially if jacob De, especially if jacob Degrom is out there and healthy mike soroka big time ground ball pitcher so you have a lot less likelihood of him leaving one up in the zone and giving up a home run which is where so many runs are scored these days uh if i had one on opening day it would be braves mets okay that's another lock Thank you. We're getting so rich off this podcast. Yeah, we're gonna be already. we're gonna be loaded. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for you guys. You're gonna lose so much money off me and just <laughs> sit here and blame me for it. Yeah, Passing we'll, we know where to point the finger. <laughs> it's it's the Lockie Town curse. Uh, what about can we use cheating in baseball to our betting advantage? If you tell us who's cheating in the moment, you know we'll take that. Yeah, I think if I tell you who's cheating in the moment, I would probably write that first, though, and then everyone, uh, yeah, and then everyone would have <laughs> it, and it's you know Vegas will price it in. It, it that doesn't feel like a uh, a great opportunity necessarily. I feel like this is a circle back. We'll circle back offline on this one. Yeah, no, well there will be a wink and a nod if you're listening to this podcast. Both sides. If we post a bet with a wink emoji, that means Jeff told us that this team is cheating. Mike, I'll text you. Okay, yeah, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think, what about legend? We normally play a game on here, legend or loser, where we debate if someone is either a legend or a loser. And I know you're right down the middle. You probably like nuance and reason. Uh, we're mm. legend or loser. Uh, there's no in between. Mikey, I know you have one for us. Who do, who do you, you going to ask here? I, is Pete Rose a legend or a loser? <laughs> for betting on baseball mind you he bet on his own team there's a lot of nuance here but would you black or white legend or loser uh total loser he bet on his own team but then <laughs> but then there were games where he did not bet on his own team and if you're betting on your own team and then you're not betting on them aren't you essentially and implicitly betting against them that yes. checks out. That's yeah. a good reason there, Vern. I, I, yeah, I didn't do my research. I it's didn't almost like you've thought about that. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Last last question. Hold on. There's not more. There's not more legend or loser. Oh, we can keep going. Yeah. I, I listen. If I if I you Barry Bonds. Legend. Yeah. Thank you. God. Fuck yes. He's my. He's my. Uh, you know when it says who's your personal hero on those security websites? Now everyone can hack me. I always type in. <laughs> <laughs> you know the fact that you're gonna get hacked because you like Barry Bonds. <laughs> Actually, I mean Barry Bonds is a is a legend as a player um, because he was so good. But in terms of like treatment of of various human beings during his career, like loser written all over it. Mm. Uh oh. Yeah. What about Jeffrey Luna? <laughs> uh, I will. Here's the thing: he won a World Series, so like I, I mean. In Houston, he most certainly is a legend. Uh, in in the rest of I, baseball, I, he's a legend to me. Is he actually a legend to you? Do you still stand by those Astros? Are you still like standing for yeah. the Astros? It's tough. If you could see my shirt right now. It's an Astros World Series shirt. Wait, we won! I remembered it. I lived that. It was very exciting. Wow! Congratulations! You remembered it. I am very <laughs> proud of you. That is just fantastic. <laughs> well. Should I not? Should I should I be embarrassed? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like this is rampant in baseball. Like right? That, that, is, that, is, is, the, not- that is the easiest way to Oh, it happened everywhere in baseball. Show me another organization that was banging on a trash can or re- relaying signals in real time to home Bobby? plate from the dugout. Come on. Bobby Thompson. Bobby Thompson shot heard around the world. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Vern, I might have to side with you here. Yeah, Bobby, Thank Tom- you. Bobby Thompson, loser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Astro. Uh, wait, you don't like the Red Sox, the Yankees, Dodgers? I'm assuming, right? They won some of these games on the road. The trash can thing is really dumb. Actually, can I can I ask you about that also? Please. Like, how did no how did no one notice that? How how in the moment like there's that one video of the one pitcher? Yeah, I was gonna how, say I think Danny Farquhar did notice it, and after that it stopped. <laughs> oh really? That yeah. was it. Yeah, like the the, was... the number of trash can bangs after that game went down distinctly. Okay, because right, that made no sense to me as how no one was picking that up. Because to hear that on the broadcast, it's like that's what they were doing. Like it's absurd. it's also it's also I think part of it is that the ambient noise of a ballpark um, tends to drown out that sort of thing, but clearly right. didn't clearly didn't drown it out enough for for players not to use it. Can't do that anymore. Jeff, Jeff I have a switching gears. I have a, a another kind of legend or loser type question. There's only one answer. There are uh, uh, there are two options. Mike Vernon, your friend. Uh, I'm asking you as someone who is, I, I think, of an authority on having good hair. Uh, do you think Vern at this point should just say, fuck it and shave it completely bald? Or do you think he should keep going with the hymns movement and, and try and patch it up there? Uh, has he told you who informed him about the the beauty of performance enhancing drugs? I didn't. I, I didn't, didn't not, tell you. I didn't have the scoop. I'm scoopless. I, oh, I mean. I didn't tell. I, I did not. I didn't out you. Yeah, no, that came directly from me. I've been on the sauce since I was like 24. Look at that. that sauce. Now Look, I'm in on he's the sauce. on TV. You have great hair on TV. Yeah. I do. I, 
I have, I ha- here's the thing. I had, I had okay hair for the first year at ESPN. But my 12-year-old son said to me, Dad, you have old hair. And what he <laughs> meant by that was that my hairstyle was pretty, pretty tired. And you know what? He was right. It was a tired hairstyle. And so I grew out the hair long, realized that I have a little bit more flow than I would have expected. And it's, you know, my life's gone, uh, my life's gone well ever since. So I am, yeah, I am, I am totally on board uh, with, with the hymns movement. Thank you. Thank you. First of all, thank you for the tip because I wasn't sure whether or not to use it. I made fun of myself for being bald and you're like, yo, like you should, you should use this. I might be a little past the point of saving, but I'm having, it's, I'm legit having success so far. People can't stop talking about it. Mostly myself. (laughs) (laughs) Here's, here's the thing. You were also going inelegantly bald. Like it was happening and it was happening in a, bad way like when i saw a picture of your hairline i i legitimately said what the fuck happened <laughs> it, like I, I i had great hair i had good hair in college you did you did and i like that's the last time i think i've seen now i saw you in san francisco once but i like a, you, I, was, I was drunk yeah you still had hair then though like it was thinning maybe a little yeah. bit but this is you know it's been how long have we known each other? Six years, maybe. Uh, twenty. I think maybe even longer. Yeah, six or seven. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been a while now, and yeah, y- you're right. You did have a good head of hair, and it was just it was just going tragically. I felt bad for you. I I had to I had to bring it up because I I feel like if I can save someone from himself, you were just gonna. It, it felt like you were just gonna let it go. And it was going to go, yeah, and it was going to go to a much worse place than it already was. And you had like the Abu Ghraib of hair already to begin with. Like it was really bad. <laughs> this you did absolute, like you were a good friend. World to me, I, Jeff. I'm trying to think. You'll know better than me. His his career arc where it, it was good for a little bit fell off a cliff and now he's going to go PEDs to get back on the <laughs> like who's a baseball player that is Mike Vernon and his hairline oh my god Gary Matthews Jr. <laughs> yeah, there we go you're the Gary Matthews Jr. of gambling like I don't care as long as I get back I don't care how I do it I'll juice I'm I'm just happy to be here with with some hair right now that's it and Jeff Jeff got me there when I heard it from you a trusted source it got me the distance. I ordered it. And Good I'm, scoop per usual. Yep. Propecia or whatever it is. Finasteride. Look, Jeff, I think I might have lost you. Are you here? I'm still here. I'm just listening to you ramble right. on about your hair. That's all. Yep. That's pretty much how we do it. Okay. Uh, well, I was going to ask what you remember about my college house because you did come over once. How absurd was it? Uh, I just want to hear that. This is one for me. No, we played N sixty four, right? Yeah, you or you you brought over Super Nintendo, I think. And no, I brought me like no, I brought over not Super Nintendo. I brought over original eight bit NES, and that's what it was. And and showed you RBI baseball, and then you're like, no, 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 it's all about Ken Griffey. Ken Griffey, that's right. 
Mikey, are you Ken Griffey or RBI baseball? I'm an RBI baseball guy. I remember going to my brother's dorm room when I was like 10 years old and playing that for hours. It's the most fun I've ever had. Oh, it's the greatest. I like the the fact that when my son was two years old, uh, it, this was still like one of the early HD TV model or uh, like HD uh, models. Uh, it had a base. You couldn't hang it on the wall because it was too heavy. And it had one of those. I don't even know what kind of adapter it is, but it's got like uh, like the part on the Nintendo has a little pin and you pop it in and sort of screw it around it. It still had one of those adapters on the TV. So I was able to play 8-bit Nintendo on like a 50-inch HD screen. And my, two, and, and my two-year-old wanted to play. And I, I wanted to play against him, but he didn't know what he was doing. So I unplugged his controller and pretended, oh and pretended like we were playing against each other. And he had the time of his life. That is the bit, I did that to uh, a girlfriend of mine and we were just at the 4th of July. I hadn't seen her in 10 years. This was in college and she brought it up and she was still very angry about it, but that's, that's a pro move. I, I revealed it afterwards. As, as, as you oh. should, like that, it's the right thing to do. Like, I'm glad you're having a good time, but if I'm playing against you, I'm not going to because I'm going to be right. sitting there and I'm going to say, okay, hit a, to throw a pitch and he's going to throw a meatball and I'm going to hit it up into the lights. And then because these two, I'm going to have to say, okay, hit a to throw a pitch. And then I'm going <laughs> to, and, and it's just going to be a repeat of that. And that's, I'm sorry, that's just not enjoyable. If I can play an actual game and he's still having fun, uh, everyone wins. Everybody wins. That's a good take. Last question. And then we'll let you go. Legend or loser, Aubrey Huff. <laughs> Who thinks that that turd is a legend? Come on. One of the worst worst questions I've ever heard. Guy sucks. I just also, that's it. I wanted to end it on that. Jeff, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. I'll let you know how how your nerfies and some of your bets do for us. We we really appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. Pleasure's always mine. Take care. Have a good one. Certified legend, Jeff Passon. See you, boys. See you, Jeff. All right, that was Jeff Passan. Awesome interview. He made fun of my hair, so Mikey Locks is happy, but he also saved me. He saved me. And he gave us some locks, I believe, too. And I'm going to need you texting early and often all throughout the year. (laughs) Okay, we can over or under. What do you think about these futures? We have a real finger on the pulse of the baseball betting market, I feel like. And I just don't want you to fuck this up for us. I might, I might, but I'll try. And yes. now we have the absolute rock star that is the MLB coming back. And Vern, can I just tell you that I've been having dreams about Nerfies? I, I swear to God, last night I had this very vivid dream about me being in a stadium, which isn't going to happen, and betting a Nerfie. And what is a Nerfie, people may ask? Tell the people. It is our favorite bet in the entire world. No runs first inning. N-R-F-I. And we have been absolutely hammering these for a couple of years now. You could bet on your fees. We don't. That that's means yes, yes runs. runs first inning. And maybe that's what we do to break a, a slump. But uh, you just find two good pitchers going, some with experience, and you just need a goose egg on the top half and the bottom half. And the juice is usually there a little bit. You're probably looking more at minus 120, minus 130, minus 140. If you've got Scherzer versus DeGrom, you might see it at minus 200. But you need to see one go through the net. And it happens so quickly. It's like, 
playing roulette or like a hand of blackjack. Like, I like that. You get in and you get out. It, it, it is a, pre, a premature bet, if you will. If you know what I'm getting at there. You know all about that. <laughs> it is a quick hit, adrenaline rush. There's nothing better than being in the second inning of a ball game and already being up money. You can do anything with that. You can live bet it. You're obviously betting, doubling down. When you go to a game and you bet a Nerfie, obviously that won't be happening this year. That's a great feeling too because you're just freaking out during the first Wasn't, I put 1,000 last year. Maybe my biggest, one of my biggest bets ever. I went to opening day for the Giants. And there's nothing that hurts more in the entire world when you bet a Nerfie. And this is what happened on my biggest bet ever last year. What, didn't it get to two outs? Two if outs. I'm, yeah, bottom, two outs, bottom, bottom of the first. first. Goose egg in the, in the top half. Bottom of the first, two outs, nobody on base. And then it was like a walk. It might have been a three-two count. Walk, double down yes. the line, play at the plate, safe. I go to the bar and take like four straight shots, and I don't think anyone saw for me. You were gone for until like I did reappear that night at a karaoke bar singing I'm in the Shallow. And <laughs> there is tape of that, that that I hope really never sees the light of the day. We'll include that when it, yeah. It was one of those things where I thought I was dominating and then I, I had to watch the tape the next day and it was very cringeworthy. It was bad. Also, part of the nerfy that I, that I love is like a, a guy gets on second and you're just like, oh my God, I'm screwed. But like that can happen in baseball. And then like 20 seconds later, you're good. Just like one double, fly out and like you're fine. Double play ball. Yeah, there's, it's, it's great. Yes. It's a roller coaster. It, We're going to be absolutely hammering them. And we want to introduce... You guys know now know what the nerfy is. No runs first inning. We will be picking one hammer dong lock of one nerfy per day for the entire baseball season. I hope you guys squad ride with us. We'll be reacting good, poor, in between, no in between. Uh, and let's make some money off it. What do you say? Oh, we're going to make some money off of it. We're going to eat some juice. When we're cold, we'll switch to the yurfy. We might even I fade won't, ourselves. I won't. Nope. We can. I mean, we got Passon coming on. Maybe he'll feed us nerfies throughout the season. I'm not going like to rule it out. Yeah, that's definitely better than us. It's, this is going to be a blast. The, it's the new squad ride. It's the new top 20 golf that we're all in on nerfies. You Way guys are going to ride with us. It's going to be a blast. This brings us to what we're calling ASAP locks. These are the best quick-hitting bets there are. There's nothing better than just it's it's the nerfy. Mikey, I know this I, is your specialty. I love these. Do this I is your baby. Maybe it's because I have ADHD that this is, these all uh, appeal to me in a very deep, meaningful way. But what are our favorite get, get rich quick schemes? The number one is obviously nerfy. No runs first inning. Number two, Vern, we have NBA, which is coming back soon, and we will be hammering these. The first player to make a three-pointer, either team, you get really good odds, 10 to 1, 12 to 1, 8 to 1. Um, and there's nothing like it. A little high pick and roll. Maybe they don't switch correctly. A big, you know, a stretch four floats to the top of the key, has an open look at plus 1,200. Make or miss, at least if you get a chance at those, that, you know, what? All two, you can three, ask for is a look. Two, three, that two, three, those two, three seconds are very exhilarating. Again, something you know a lot about. So, uh, <laughs> ASAP locks. No, I mean, yeah, that, that was the uh, appropriate version of, of the name. Also, what I love about that NBA bet is if the other team, so let's say you have Draymond Green, for example, the other team, someone on the Clippers shoots a three and you're like, no. Yeah. It misses, yeah and good, then you come down and hit it. It's you like, hit it. Oh, my God. So uh, it's, yeah, it, it, it's 
top tier. One of, one of my favorites, the NFL first TD score. This is picking on maybe a tight end, running back. You, you get plus odds with these. Mikey, I know you love picking on a quarterback run, rushing yeah. touchdown. I hit it in and the that, You did hit it in the And I hit it in the, BC, or in the uh, CFP National Championship game with Trevor Lawrence. That's a really fun one. And those pay out huge. That saved me because I had a really bad year with these. The other thing is like when you take a running back, which you'll never get great odds on, plus 500, 600, 400. Um, but when you get a PI in the end zone and you're like, no, don't catch it. No, no, no. And then PI doesn't catch it. You get the ball at the one and you yep. just plow it in. That's always a good feeling. Yes. Love that. We're going to be betting all of these this year. We're going to be the Kings of the ASAP locks. Mikey, next one. Take me through it. NHL over under one and a half goals on oh, the yeah. first period. It's I don't know if you. I've ever taken under here, but you find two high scoring teams and you hammer this. This one's, I've no, this is a coin flip. Um, usually eating juice. That's a that's a, a very fun one. How about this next one, Vern? NBA opening tip: the Howie Ratner uncut gems special. Can you par? If you can parlay this and just go full Ratner, you gotta love it. How about this other one too? The first dong in an MLB game. Oh, that's the first a great home game. run in an MLB game. This started with our work Slack channel, and it still will keep going during the MLB season. You do a dong draft, and we'll have to do some dong drafts this year. Where yes, you look at the lineups, you have what four guys, everybody puts ten dollars into a pot, and you just do a draft of who is gonna hit the first home run. If when it happens in the first anything, first inning, it's unlike anything or any adrenaline rush. But sometimes you don't get a home run and that's not as fun. Also, high chance of looking stupid if your player hits a shallow fly and you go, Oh, and then it's just a shallow fly. Love that. Very, it's, it's just fun one to make fun gotten, of your friends on. Gotten a lot of looks in the BR office for that. <laughs> what about the coin toss? That's an ASAP block. Tried and true. I mean, tried and true. We've wait, been wait, dominating wait. on those too. Do you, I know, let's say it three, two, one. What are you taking? Three, two, one. Tails. Tails. Tails never fails. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty obvious. That's a given. Tails never fails. All and right. Then, yep. That is it for our favorite ASAP locks. Ride with us throughout the year. We are going to be hammering these starting fast, starting furious, and going to NBA, NHL. Um, let's have some fun and let's, let's get rich. Oh, we're going to get rich. Also, along the lines of this is the opposite of the ASAP bet, their futures bets. We're going to do this for MLB right now. However, so there is an, it's, it, there's still an adrenaline rush because you get to bet it before there are games. So this is also for the impatient better. Just a much longer payoff, but it's still just, I'm sitting here. I need action. Oh, let me go look at the futures and throw some. So Mikey, we're going to give you, we're going to run through. I want all of our MVP division, World Series, Cy Young, all of our baseball futures. And then we're going to see if Passon has any tips for us, but take it away, Mikey. I love a good future bet because it's almost like having a fantasy team. And I'm a huge fantasy baseball guy. It's like, you're just developing this roster and it, it gives you something to cheer for the entire season. Yep. Um, so I'm going to give you my guys for NL and AL MVP on the NL side. I've got three here who I'm, who I'm eyeing. Haven't placed them just yet, but Juan Soto, I, I mean, he had an awesome playoffs last year. He's truly, truly a superstar. And he is only what, 21, 22 years old at this point. I feel like he um, can put, he has already put an entire season together, but can he sustain essentially what was his playoff run over, I guess it's only 60 games. I was going to say 162 games. I think yes, no doubt. And Anthony Rendon is gone. So I think he's good value at 12 to one. 
Bryce Harper at 20 to one. Look, we know that guy can get insanely hot for 60 games. Uh, one of the most talented players in baseball. And then I just like Pete Alonzo's value at 33 to one. Could we be seeing a little Chris Bryant scenario comes in, wins rookie of the year, very convincingly, and then backs that up with an MVP uh, 33 to one. I think those odds are too good to pass up. I'm not a narc. So I'm just going to give you my NL pick real quick without all that bullshit. What does that have ooh, to do ooh, with being a narc? Well, Ooh, we'll keep it up over 100. Ronald Acuna, NL, MVP. The big bats are going to shine on the short schedule. He's going to get it. AL MVP. This is a narrative. Big bats are going to shine on the short schedule. How the fuck do you know that? You're going to rip on me. I'm not going to let you come in with some cliche bullshit on why you're picking Acuna. At least I had some stats to back it up. Read Bleacher Reports. Winners, losers from the short schedule. Acuna... Braves, big bat NL teams are winners. I trust our analysis. That's why I went with Acuna. AL MVP, this is a bet with your heart. Uh, I'm from Houston. I am an Astros fan. And how amazing would it be if Jose Altuve just said, fuck you haters, and took AL MVP. I don't even know what his odds are because like, to get vo- for him to get votes is so impossible. But he's amazing, and I think he's going to prove a lot of people wrong. That's it. Great. Awesome. He's going to prove people wrong. What a great comeback. Great analysis there. Um, I'm taking Glaber Torres, who is one of the most talented players in baseball and put up good numbers last year. And he should be uh, more seasoned with experience. And then I'm wearing the jersey right now. Vlad Jr. is 50 to 1. Oh, I like that. Dude, he might hit 400 with like 18 bombs in 60 games. I love Vlad Jr. at 51. Dude, I would take him probably all the way down to 25 to 1. I'm with you. I feel like I maybe wrote this in wrong. That seems like crazy value. (laughs) Absolutely pisses on baseballs and hits tanks. Uh, So I I love that. And obviously it's betting with my heart a little bit because he's my boy. Give me your Cy Young picks. I'll run through these quick. Giolotto, Shane Bieber from the Indians, and uh, Luzardo on the A's at 55 to 1. Bieber's 8 to 1 and Giolotto's 18 to 1. Giolito. I I just, I don't know. It's going to be a a toss-up what they're going to – start um it's gonna be a toss divided up. by five 12 games um really? I, I, I i'm not gonna take one of the the, the horses are they even naming a scion they got well, be, really, so i think a reliever could win right that's yeah like, that's, that's actually that's interesting I, that's a good point that is a good take uh let's get, we're gonna ask passing about that one yeah that's a passing question uh is is it gonna be a reliever give us your nl ones i didn't write it in because i honestly was so confused about how Cy Young was going to work this year. I thought it would just be bullshit. I decided not to do it. I was like, I, I need to ask you, you know more than me. Going, going with some of the young guys who showed flashes last year and hoping they can flash in a 12-game sample size. Uh, Soroka from the Braves, Chris Paddock from the Padres, both at about 30-1. to 1. And then Mad Bum was 100-1 to 1 in Arizona. I mean, he definitely was not great last season, and you can tell a lot of his peripheral numbers are declining, but – I think 100 to 1 is an unreal number. And you could have some narrative about being on a new team and maybe he could lead the Diamondbacks to the playoffs. Uh, he is a horse. So maybe you see him start a little bit more games. So uh, we love horses. We, we're, we're a pro horse podcast. Let's run through the divisions quickly and then get to our World Series picks. I'll start AL East. I'm going to start with the bottom there, Mikey. AL East, I like the Rays at plus 210. Weird team, weird schedule. Normally playing with no fans, I'm, it just feels like very like natural. Obviously, that division is stacked. We have slightly different numbers it, on this. Yeah, I have them at plus 280. I wrote them down as well. I, I'm not taking the Yankees in the AL East. I, 
they're obviously the best team. Too much but juice. Small, too much juice. Like the Red Sox at 12 to 1, I know they lost their starting pitching is pretty ass, but they still have a lot of offensive firepower despite losing Mookie Betts. I just think 12 to 1 is like a pretty great number. Look, the Blue Jays are a good team too. They have a ton of young talent and they signed uh, Ryu. So they're an interesting team as well. That's a fun division to watch. I like it. AL Central. I've got the Indians at plus 275. They've been right around there the last few years. I, I, this is a blast of a division. I thought this is a great division. One of the most fun teams in baseball last year, Los Bambas, just hitting dongs everywhere. This is my, speaking of dongs, the twins at minus 150. They're so sick. They're so sick. They added Donaldson. I I like the twins kind of a little bit to win the world series, to be honest with you. They're not my official pick, but my favorite team potentially in baseball this year is the White Sox. Luis Robert, Moncada, Eloy Jimenez, G. Lodo. They have some uh, Kopech. They have a, a lot of young talent. They added guys like Edwin Encarnacion. Um, they still have Tim Anderson. I think the White Sox are a super fun team. I'm betting them at four to one just because I like them, just straight up. I don't know if they're going to win the division. I think the Twins probably win it, but I just really like the White Sox. I think four to one is a really good number for that team. I think next year is their year, but you know who knows? Sixty. They games. could pop off a little early. We've been talking about it all podcast. Yeah. <laughs> AL West. This is where you and I. <laughs> Both have our, I think, you know, our home teams, so to speak. You are, you do have a giant tattoo on your ass, but you live in Oakland. I've got the Houston Astros minus 165. Here's, here's why. Of all of these elite teams and elite rosters, that's by far the best number to eat juice on. And I know taking a favorite here doesn't totally make is it, sense. No, why, why, is it, why is it the best uh, team to take juice on? No, no, I'm saying a lot of the other big favorites, a lot of these elite teams – uh, the, the Yankees, for example, you have to eat a ton of juice to take the Yankees. 165 is not that much. I mean, we're talking like two, 300. The Astros, you still get a decent number because I think they've had so much negative press. Who wants to bet on the Astros? They're still sick, and they're going to have a huge chip on their shoulder. They also lost Garrett Cole. Um, Granky's getting older. Verlander's getting older. They're not going to be able to cheat. So I don't season. love this bet. And I, I think that, look, I, your, your, your points, just say, like, I'm betting with my heart. That's all you had to say when, before you went into that rant. I'm an I, Astros fan. I so am I'm betting with Astros. my heart. There's no shame in that. Thank you. Uh, I think the division's really tough. The Angels are an interesting team to me. They could kind of go like the Cleveland Browns where they add all these high-profile pieces and they don't mesh t- together. Or they could – just be studly in 60 games, especially if Otani's healthy. But my pick here is the Oakland A's uh, at plus 275. I mean, they won a ton of games last year. They've won a ton of games They're for good the last team, couple years. And they really young, the Astros. Really, really young uh, electric talent. And they're used to playing without fans. You're landing. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> in all East, you and I are on the same team here, it looks like. You the want Bravos. to explain this one? Yeah, the, the Bravos. Bravos. I, yeah, this is a weird Acuna, one. Acuna, mean, MVP. It's kind of weird to see the defending World Series champions not be favored. And I, that makes you want to kind of take them. It's almost like a home dog situation. But mm. uh, Braves are just super fun. And I'd rather root for the Braves, I think. Yep. NL Central, also rare agreement here. Whoa, you agreed with me on this? Yeah, I like the cards, plus 250. The Cubs are the favorite. I think a slight favorite in this division. Got to be Cubs or Cards. Or, or, or no, it doesn't have to be Cubs or Cards. Who am I forgetting? Bruce? This is absolutely a Bruce? wide open division. The Reds, the Vegas loves the Reds. I mean, I, they added a ton of talent, and they were decent at the end of last year. They have a finally have a, a, a pitching staff. The Reds are getting too much love for me. I, I'm not going to bet on the Reds. I think the Brewers are probably 
being undervalued, if I were to say here. But um, the I, Pirates you know, are poop emoji. People forget they should have beat the Nats. And that's true. They got to the World Series last year. They have the best player, in, potentially the best player in baseball, especially if Trout sits out and Christian Yelich. But um, I, I'm taking the Cardinals. I'm just getting some Red Devil magic. My senses are, are, are perking up. I, it just goes to my belief in sports. And I typically believe if it's close, like it's the same teams that generally win, and that's the Cardinals. And so I think it's a wide open division. I'm, I am taking history to repeat itself with the Cardinals, even though that is not how sports should work. That is how I believe they do work. In all West, that bugs me. You're betting with your heart in all West. Tat, but yeah, take, I, already, I already took the Giants at 100 to 1. Uh, that was before Posey was out, which I don't know if that'll make that much of a difference. But sneaky pitchings? I don't know. What do you want me to say? They're not going to win that in all West. So <laughs> that's, that's not good. Like, it's 100 to 1 is a pretty crazy number. Like, For a short season. 20 to win $2,000. Who the fuck knows? They're not they have that championship, bad. Championship blood? Pablo Pence? Crawford oh, belt. They're so old. They're so old. <laughs> All right. Uh, look, if I'm betting this division, I'm taking the Dodgers. I wrote down minus gibberish. I just slammed my keyboard. It looks like because they are huge favorites. That roster is stacked. Um, put a big number on them and get some money back. Otherwise, I just say avoid the NL West. That's pretty. Diamondbacks are kind of diamondbacks are yeah. kind of sleepy. No, they're not bad. The Dimebacks aren't bad. The Dodgers, known choke artists. That's a fact, right? That is a fact. Okay, all right. So, mm, I don't know. The Dodgers are probably going to choke. In the Minus game. 450 to win that NLS. You can't bet on that. Like, no, it's but I'm not games. taking another team. The Diamondbacks are plus 750 and the Padres are plus 750. Both interesting. Look at my Giants down to 50 to 1. I must be moving lines. Uh, I would love to see the Padres win this division because as much as I love Vlad Guerrero Jr., my second favorite player in baseball is probably Fernando Tatis Jr. May I tell a story of when we went to a Padres game last year together in San Diego, beautiful ballpark. The Padres mascot is some kind of religious figure, like a piece of a priest. He's a friar. He's a friar, excuse me. Uh, and he is like a, a bald man. And right. Exactly so so the whole joke amongst all our friends is that the mascot looks like me. Good joke. Uh, I think we took a picture with him, you and me and the Padre, actually. Uh, hard to remember. It was a little blurry. And my girlfriend, a little tipsy at the time, also told me that that's, I looked like the Padre. That's tough for the ego. She thought it was I'm glad you didn't tell the story about well, I was gonna, I was getting gonna go in a there. fight with the JV baseball team in front of us and calling them suckbags after the Giants went on a walk-off. But <laughs> – I don't think we need to go into too much their detail Their parents there. thought it was funny because you were telling their asshole kids to shut up. They should. Yeah, they you were damn kids. Little... I was yelling at clouds. You respect the game. All I ask is that you respect the game. <laughs> World Series. What do you got, Mikey? I am taking the Oakland Athletics to win the World Series at 25 to 1. I grappled between them, um, the Twins, and – Rays and the Cardinals. I not betting on the Dodgers. Fuck the Dodgers. Um, and the number's terrible, like plus 350 there. So I'm taking the Oakland A's. They have all the young talent in the world. They're loaded in the infield. Their pitching has some experience and they have some absolute like top end blue chip prospects that should come into the rotation. Luzardo, if he can get healthy, uh, and AJ Puck. They they know how to play without fans. 
and they put a full season together last year, it always comes down to the playoffs for them. Um, but at 25 to one, like that number to me is super, super juicy. Um, I'll probably be putting a hundred bucks on that. I have to, I have to say this is the A's winning would be so fun. People would be freaking out if the A's were in the world series, it would just be a blast of a story. There'd be Jonah Hill gifts everywhere, right and left yeah. money ball, some Brad Pitt gifts, not quite as funny as, as the Jonah fist clinch. Uh, maybe Jonah will go to a game. Who knows? Maybe he'll come on Lockheed Town. Well, you know that maybe he will come on lockdown, but just a newsflash for you. They're not allowing fans this year, actually, at games because there's the coronavirus going around. So I'm not sure if you knew that, but I would rule that out. Oh, uh, you're right. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. No I problem. Was... That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay. Yeah. Um, I've got Braves over Astros. Classic, classic old NL rivalry. I don't think you knew that in the nineties, they always played each other in the playoffs. Do you think there's anything about baseball or golf that you know about that? I don't know about (laughs) reliever Cy Young. I already got you once. That was good. Uh, So the Braves, I think they're a young team. They had the experience last year. They come back and get over the hump. You saw the Royals do it a few years ago. You saw the Astros do it where they had their first kind of playoff experience, came back the next year, got it done. Uh, And then I'm taking the Astros to go to the world series again, Sure, I'm betting with my heart, but they are still so stacked. Their window is closing. They will make moves. They will be aggressive. I wish AJ Hinch was still the manager, uh, chip on the shoulder type of thing. So I, I think yeah. the Astros will, will I be think it's a good, quite good. choice that you have them losing the World Series because Dusty Baker does not know how Correct. to win the World Series or really win in the playoffs. They, yeah. Now that I think about that, though, he puts together some great regular seasons. So. Minus 167 on the NL. I'm telling you, that's a good number. Yeah. I really think that's a pretty good number, especially when you look at the Dodgers, who are minus 450. Also, it's way different because you have the A's and the Angels, who are actually good ball clubs. And then in the NL West, you have a pile of trash. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for listening. It is always our week. Baseball's back. Nerfies are back. Let's get rich.